Welcome to A Couple of Kimers Podcast, where your favorite millennial couple shares a couple of thoughts about a couple of thoughts. Today and every day, we navigate relationships and learn to love the journey. We are your hosts, the Kimers. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you my handsome, super intelligent husband, Chris. And I introduce to you my beautiful and talented wife, Francesca. And on today's episode of A Couple of Kemers Podcast, we will be talking about navigating questions people ask when you're a newlywed. Oh, yeah. Before we dive into that, we are going to start with Attitude Attitude of gratitude. Gratitude. What are you grateful for? I am grateful for time. You know, it seemed like this summer at first didn't seem like we had a lot of time to do things like going on trips and things. But I would say after June, maybe sometime in July, it started feeling more like, you know, we had more time. So I'm grateful for time and being able to use that time properly since, you know, we have traveled a little bit and we've gotten some things done around the house and all that. So I'm just grateful for having the time and using it wisely. What are you grateful for? Well, I thought one thing, but then when you were talking, I thought travel because both of us have a heart for travel and recently we got to travel for your birthday. So yes, um, that's pretty much the first trip that we've taken yep, and since the quarantine and since I've been sick. So um, yeah, I mean, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, so we did it really safely, as safely as possible. We went to Minnesota, and they're pretty much the same as Michigan, as far as the, you know, as the speed that, um, unfortunately, that the virus is spreading. So we kind of wanted to, we kind of are at the same risk, you know, being there and being here. So um, kept our mask on the whole nine, but I'm very grateful for travel and the ability to do so because I was in a place this time last year where I couldn't even travel to the bathroom couldn't even get up out of my bed so very very grateful for that Um, but on to the topic of the questions people ask newlyweds and if I may add so they might be annoying questions that uh, people ask newlyweds and the biggest one, I think the biggest, biggest, biggest one is, when, when are, are you, you having, having a baby? baby? <laughs> Always. I mean, it, it, people just are so interested. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I can't say I've never asked this question before to somebody who's a newlywed. Or to someone who's married. But specifically newlyweds. Ah. <sighs> I feel like I was more prone to maybe ask someone after they've been married for a minute, but also now that I'm more knowledgeable about exactly how difficult sometimes it can be to actually uh, have a child, to conceive, conceive a child. Um, yeah, that those questions, I really don't ask that too much. Um, maybe if it's like a close dialogue with a close person, but people will just, I mean, 
if they are on the street and they find out you've been married, they're like, oh, what are you going to have? Like, people will just ask that. It's crazy. It's To me, it's, like, insane. Yeah, almost like... It's intrusive. Almost, it's not only intrusive, but it's almost like they got money bet on it or something. Like, is this a... Is <laughs> you this think a, they do. Is this a casino game or something? Like, Seriously. What? And then if I tell you, and then I can't or don't have a child by it, then what? You know, it's like, just have patience and have your own baby. <laughs> Doctor own child, if you that so, but I mean, I'm being a little snippy here. I think most people have good intentions, but if they realize how often you get that question, like they'd understand why you're just tired of it. It's worse when someone asks that question, and if you don't have an answer, maybe you're not sure, you don't know, or if you give them the answer that they didn't want. They'll give you a re- response like, well, don't wait too long. Uh, right. who, who are you? Oh, yeah. I've had, this is even before you and I met. I've had someone who just so happened to be a baby boomer um, tell me that I don't want to wait too long because I don't, I don't want to have my kids old. Well. Okay, boomer. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, that's definitely... A per person situation that is very personal some people want their kids young some people don't want them at all some people want them later in life I so happen to have always been a person to want to have them later in life I didn't want to have them too late into my 30s or 40s like into my 40s but I did not want to have a kid in my 20s and if it was it would have been like the very latter part of my 20s like 28 29 like no sooner. So that's just always been my thing. Um, I've never wanted a child early. And I don't think it's anything necessarily wrong per se, just having the age. Now we go into situations and things like that. I might be a little more opinionated, but it's just an opinion. Um, But for me, no, I never wanted a child early anyway. So, you know, saying that is just, crazy to me um i know the person had no ill intentions very loving person but that is what they told me but i'm you know i'm enough of an independent thinker that i'm just like you know just consider the source they mean well and move on but sometimes you just be at your wit's end when people just keep imposing their thoughts on you um there's like a funny tiktok i'm sure it's on other social medias as well as a girl and she's just <laughs> making fun of but it's funny because it's so true you know it's like go down the questions but she's doing it in a comedic way but it's basically like oh you're single when are you going to be dating are you dating when are you in a relationship oh you guys are together when are you getting engaged are you engaged when are you gonna get married are you married oh wow when are you gonna have kids oh you just had a baby when are you gonna have another one it's like gosh you know like <laughs> the, the <laughs> questions never stop and I don't know if it gets any better when you get older. I think so, because I don't really ever hear, you know, couples who've been married a long time. Maybe, I mean, I've heard of people who maybe are widowed or divorced, and then they're like, oh, so are you dating? Like, they ask again. It's like, anytime you're single, I don't personally have that experience. <laughs> I don't personally have that experience. <laughs> 
But it's it's so crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy to me. I, I can definitely, you know, I'm going to add a question in there. Because I can honestly see someone asking us, oh, you've been married 10 years? When are you going to renew your vows? Right. Like, Gosh. <laughs> can I just do what I want to do? <laughs> Though I do want to renew our vows in 10 years. That's fine with me. I definitely want to do that too. It's just funny because it's almost like there's this expectation that whenever you form a union or whenever you take this new step in life, this new life event, now this, right, this new commitment, then there has to be other things that are attributable to that event, that life. And they want to know. They want to know when and they want to know. do it. Not necessarily that they want to help out. Not necessarily right. that they want right. to participate in. They, they just want to know. What does it serve? I just want to no. know. Like, I have to ask myself that because I'm not going to, like, take myself out of this and be like, I'm so much higher than these questions because I've definitely done it. So, I mean, if you sit with yourself and think about it, like, what does it really matter? Okay. Oh, we're going to have a baby on this day and this time. Like, okay, and then what? You can walk on happily with your life? Like, why Why as humans are we so nosy in this way? I, I think it goes along the same lines as, you know, when we were planning our wedding, people were asking, like, oh, how, how many people are coming? Or can I go? You know, it's... it's oh, to, my God. No. Don't even get me started. I know, but I I bring that up to say I think it kind of reminds me of that in the sense of, you know, everybody just wants to know. Everybody just wants to be a part of something. Everybody wants to know about whatever. It's like. I think they want to have a conversation piece so then they can go to the next person and be like, oh, you know, Frankie and Chris, they're they're going on their honeymoon to Jamaica. Like, they just want to say, they just want to be able to talk. People mm-hmm. love talking, and I'm yes. one of them, hence we have a podcast. But I don't know, I just, it's just so funny to me. Um, what's another annoying question that, that people ask newlyweds? How often do you do it? Who I'm, ask you that? Now, no one that I know, I'm going off of what I've seen on TV. <gasps> I'm going off of what I've seen on TV. I've had a few people <laughs> ask me that, but I wouldn't say that it's overwhelming amount. <laughs> like, to the point that it should make the podcast. How often do you do it? You I'm, gonna lie. I'm just, nobody ask I'm, you that. Hey, I, Who asked you that? No one asked me that. I was just thinking of something that I could see people asking newlyweds. Yeah. You act like you're not a newlywed. What do people ask you? Well, people stay out your business. See, that's the thing. People don't be asking Chris nothing. They don't be, they leave him alone. They let him live and thrive. It be me. They come to me asking me stupid stuff and annoying stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, why you, would you ask him? Do you think there's a, do you think there's a gender difference? Oh, for sure. In, I don't even know it, what you're going to say, but the answer is yes. <laughs> when it comes to asking these questions. Yeah, I think women are usually more nosy in this way. Okay. But I think women and older men, mm-hmm. like men above 50, mm-hmm. mature men, like especially if they're married or been married, like they just, they ask, especially like right now, the older generations, like the boomers and whatnot, even some of Gen X. 
I just think that it's so ingrained in them of like, I think as millennials, we broke in the cycle of like the steps, you know, it's like, okay, you're out of school. Now you're going to get married. Then you're going to have a family. And then you're know, I mean, going to get a job somewhere in there. And then you're going to have a family. And then y'all going to have kids. And then you're going to have grandkids. It's like, we kind of broke the cycle of like, mm, not to say no no boomers didn't have kids first because a ton of them did. But, you know, it's like, mm, if I have a kid first, I have a kid first. I mean, now people are choosing to be single parents, mothers per se, specifically. Like, they're choosing that. That's a whole nother podcast. Oh, what we think goodness. of that. But I'm just saying, like, that was pretty much unheard of. I think of any other generation. I'm sure somewhere along the way somebody did. But I never heard of it. And I wouldn't say it's even, like, super, super common in our um, generation. But I do think it's more common in our generation than in past generations that someone yeah. chooses to be a single parent. A single mother specifically because... But I think it's called Single Mother by Choice. And I think that acronym is SMBC. Don't quote me on it, but I believe that's what it is. Um, that's wild to me. No disrespect to anyone that decides to do that. But personally, I can't even fathom, like, necessarily choosing that. Especially, like, not even just on a financial thing. Just as a human, like, being able to balance all that. I don't know. It's beyond me. I'm not a parent in the first place. Hats off to all parents that raise their children. Period. Like that's just that's just that. But back to the newlyweds, newlyweds thing. I think a question that I think is a bit pushy that people ask is, how do you get along with your in-laws? Oh yeah. I've had people ask me that. I haven't really gotten that. Because of I think also, and then for me. And they don't know my personal situation. It's a little bit touchy because it's like, you know, the whole like um, feud between a daughter-in-law and a mother-in-law. Um, I think it's depicted a lot in movies. Oh yeah. Like what's that movie, Monster-in-Law? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of old, but I remember that. So um, I think people are just curious. You know, um, they ask specifically about their relationship, and then they also just ask about in-laws or like his family or her family in your case, but um, have you had anyone ask you that about your in-laws? Not that I can not that I can think of. Because like I said, people leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> not fair. The, the only, not that I can think of, I mean, it's, I, I, and it's probably because of, you know, our situation with regard to our parents and stuff. So, because of that, you know, I, I think people just kind of leave it alone, um, at least on my end. I will say, in terms of a question that I thought about as you were talking earlier that I have gotten a few times, is how many kids do you want? Oh, yeah. Yeah, circling back to the kids thing, for sure. They always want to know how many you want. And, I mean, that one, I like that one a little more than when are you having kids? Because the option for that could be none. Like, how yeah. many kids do you want? None. But it's like when you phrase it, when are you having kids, you're just automatically assuming, I'm going to have a kid. We're going to have True. kids. You know, it's like, okay, uh, zero, 
But I've <laughs> like have, ne- never. But I have learned when people ask, I mean, kids, do you want, depending on a certain number, or like you say, you could say zero, that might trigger a response uh, like, why ooh, only one? Right. Why only, only two? Yep. Only one? Five? Oh my gosh, that's so many. Five kids? It's like, what, what number? Well, what do you think I should do? How many do you think we should have? Like, right. did you ask me, you know, like, or, or my favorite, one of my favorites, mm, that's a good amount. Well, well, okay. That, I'm glad you agree. Not that I was looking for your opinion. It's just so, it's just so funny to me. Yeah. But, and, but like I said, that's the main, one of the main questions that I've gotten a few times. And I'm like. Okay, so by me telling you this this specific number, now you're either satisfied or unsatisfied, or you just now have to give me a response like you're upset. I, I can't figure that out. Right. And then, like... Because you're not having the kids, so... Period. <laughs> so why, be, why are you bothered by... <laughs> why? I just need to know. Why you need to know and why. Then it's not good enough that I tell you. Then you want to further comment. Like, okay. But all these are inevitable. You you will get approached with probably at least one of them. Especially the question about kids um, and all that. So, And, you know, I think as millennials too, you know, things are a lot different. Like I was reading an article on social media and there was a comment because they were talking about how, um, you know, back in their day, and they mentioned the 70s, how, um, you know, this person, their spouse worked so hard to provide, but nowadays this new generation, which I'm sure we're talking about millennials, you know, don't want to work for anything, and, you know, they just get handouts, they get free stuff. And, you know, a lot of people made comments in response to this person's comment like, well, you know, back in your day, people could live off of one check and rent was not that expensive and blah, 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 all these things. And I say that to say like, you know, when it comes to having kids, you know, depending on who you're talking to, especially in the older generation, a lot of them may come from, you know, large families where having 10, 11, 12 kids was no big deal for different reasons or having maybe we'll say five kids but you know you were able to live off of one paycheck so it was like you know having one having two that's not enough right. it's not you who's gonna be feeding these these little so-and-so's right. <laughs> not you because then they want to say well you know, I had five kids and I went to work every day and I paid bills. I had. Why you, you make know, them sound like that? <laughs> I don't know. I just had a moment. You know, I just worked off of one paycheck. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? That's good for you. I'm glad that you had that experience in life. Times have changed. Times have changed. Drastically. Yes, the cost of living is totally different in 2021 than it was in. 1961 is a lot different so I'm, I'm happy for you but no so don't come at me like oh well one's not enough or two no you oh that's another one 
Well, you don't want to just have one. Yeah. The only child, that's not good. Well, like, that'll be another topic, but I, all I can say to that is, yeah, I grew up the only child, so what's the problem? There's a lot of people that do, so. You want to have just one? No, to be honest. I'm, right, tell the people. To be honest, I've thought about having two or three, even more. But that's because... But one would be fine. Yeah, Like, one, if that's what happens, that's what happens. Right. I wouldn't be like, oh, my goodness, like, this is the worst thing possible. But I understand, too, from being a mental health professional, older generations, you know, grew up with this ideology that the only child was considered a bad thing. And I would even say... And some people nowadays are still considered uh, a bad thing, even though, from what I've read in a few recent studies, uh, millennials are more likely to have one child than previous generations. Millennials, we just, we're a different breed. But that's because there's a lot of financial burden on us that mm-hmm. previous generations did not have. Did not have and At still all. do not have. Still do not have will not have and will not understand at all between the cost of education the cost of living just the work the the available positions the paying ones the ones that pay livable wages nah it ain't like it used to be nope so yeah what's another question they asked newlyweds I was trying to sit over here and think but I can't think of anything but like we're getting back to the in-laws. Yeah, I would assume for me, I'm not really asked that because probably people think, well, my mom is deceased. You know, our parent, our mothers are no longer here. So they just kind of like, in my mind, I'm thinking like they just kind of stay away from it. Because like you said, the way movies and television depicted, it's always, you know, like the daughter-in-law and the mother-in-law or even like with Bewitched, it often was depicted with um, the son-in-law and the mother-in-law with Darren and right. um, Samantha's mother. Right. So, well, unfortunately... Throwback. I don't think most millennials know what Bewitched is. I don't know. <laughs> if you're a millennial and you know what Bewitched is... Leave a comment. Let us know. And don't be lying. <laughs> right. You know what Bewitched was before you Googled it. <laughs> I remember from Nick at night. <laughs> so, yeah, like because our we don't have our mothers, it's like I think those are people's go tos when it comes to asking about in laws. So since we don't have our mothers, it's like, well, can't really really ask. I mean, technically they could though. I say. get the question. I just refer to uh, like if they say mother in law specifically, then obviously I go really specific about that but if they say in-laws you know just the family i'm like yeah we get along just fine it's a non-issue it's a great um relationship it's just like flows and it works i've also had because when i give that response i've also had people say oh just wait oh just wait i'm like well dang are you cursing it like I don't care what the odds may say, which I don't know is that the odds, but let's say the odds do say that. I 
I like to think that I'm an odd beater. I want to beat the odds. So, like, don't let someone put that little curse upon you. No. If it's going good, live in the moment. Don't even worry about what it may be. Because what it may be, you can't control. Just keep doing what you do. And as long as nothing changed, nothing will change, right? So, but I've had that. And that's annoying to me. Like, don't. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I, I swear it, it must be a gender thing because <laughs> for me I, I don't get this I, I, I don't get it now as I'm thinking about it I may have had someone ask a question like well do you get along with your wife's family they'll phrase it that way that's like, the same thing it, yeah, it's the same thing but I'm saying like now I'm thinking about it and I I think I have gotten that question but not not enough to be like Oh my goodness! When they gonna stop asking this? But I got it more in the context of. But it's nosy. It is. It is. I'm it's just saying nosy. I haven't gotten it frequently. I just haven't got it frequently, but oh, I do. Well, remember. I guess I haven't got it frequently, but frequent enough. Yeah. People will ask, and it'll be like. Sometimes people you know, sometimes people you don't know, like that. I think it would be. I think for me, when I heard it, it was like. Mm, maybe right before we got married and I I don't think I yeah I can't remember actually hearing it because so much was going on obviously after we got married but I think right before we got married that's when I actually had that question from someone and then they say that they said it like oh do you you get along with Frankie's family yeah yeah I get along with you know siblings and everything like that like oh okay well that's good well, I always mention how our families are like opposites in the way of like, it's like a bunch of women on your side. It's a bunch of men on mine. So it's kind of like we we kind of <laughs> completed the the imbalance like that. So yeah. it's like a bunch of women, a bunch of men. Now we got both um, right. instead of lacking on one side. So, um, yeah, that's usually what I say. But people just be nosy and they just want to know and just... I want to empower any newlyweds that are listening. Like, if people are asking these questions, you don't have to answer. You really don't. And I would just say, unfortunately, just prepare yourself that these are some of the questions that you may face, that you oh, probably yeah. will face at least once, if not many times, because, yep, pretty much all these questions, the few that we've mentioned so far, we've been asked several times. At least I have. Also, if you're a newlywed woman know that you'll probably be getting most of the questions over the men oh yep. man so <laughs> lucky lucky you yeah those are all the questions that you know we have for today what are some questions that you guys may have um, let us know how you're navigating through being a newlywed and learning to live and love the journey and just you know being a young millennial and navigating all the things that come along with it thanks for inviting us on your journey today make sure you rate and review if you like what you hear also like subscribe and share with a friend see you i love you